0: Hello and welcome to the Midas Touches. I'm your host Tris Tusa and this is
1: Charlie Bradbeer.
0: Hello and welcome back to a a special episode of the Midas Touches. Obviously, uh, it's been a week since the death of her late Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, um, a week that's that's shaken the the world from all fronts. Obviously, the Queen was quite a, an important figure in racing. Uh, someone that people would love to go to Royal Ascot purely to see her uh, come down in the in her royal carriage. Uh, even betting markets on what the queen would wear she really was a figurehead not just for racing but uh over the whole world
1: uh charlie a few comments on the queen yeah obviously a, a great patron of the sport she 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 also had a lot of success with racing from what was uh had to be a relatively small operation because obviously she couldn't be seen to be using sort of taxpayer money to fund uh, her a her great pastime um but but I mean, she had some great successes. Was um champion flat trainer twice. Uh, I read a, a brilliant obituary and um, owner, not <laughs> not trainer, correct? Yeah, sorry. Um, oh yeah, I read a great obituary in the uh, in the Racing Post where she, it ran through all her all her sort of great horses. She actually started on the on the jumps with a horse called Monovine, um, but then obviously was best known for her for her flat horses. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm reminded of horse like Estimate, I think probably more of our generation, but, uh, but no, she's had some, some great, great winners and winning sort of nearly all the big, big races, um, apart from the Derby really sadly, of course. But, um, yeah, she's, uh, she was a great, great patron of the sport uh, and yeah, she'll be sorely missed.
0: Yeah. I still remember my, one of my, probably one of my first bets that I remember really was having five pounds on a horse called Dartmouth uh maybe running first or second time out at Chelmsford on the all-weather Dartmouth went on and and won at at Royal Ascot I remember very excitingly for them but she you know in I think also people have people have not really realized how it would affect them um and it definitely has brought up you know remembrance of for other people of when they've lost loved ones so I think really it's been you know it's been a sad thing for the whole country. Obviously, very sad for the family themselves, but I think uh, people have behaved very respectfully, and um, we'll look forward to you know a, a really great funeral, which will be able to celebrate her life, and then move move forward to you know a new king. Um, the racing I saw Ollie Bell uh, write today in the uh, Racing Post about. Uh, racing being safe in the, in the hands of the queen consort, Camilla, uh, who, you know, has taken great interest in the sport over the last few years, uh, accompanying the, the queen to Royal Ascot on many an occasion. So I think, you know, by all, by all purposes, I think the, you know, the queen will probably still have some sort of input in racing, uh, if not clearly, um, her at the helm, Mm
1: yeah no no well said uh and going back to dartmouth i do remember that horse as well actually it must have been sort of one of the first horses that probably we 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 sort of really got into to together um so that's quite a nice nice thing as well you know it all comes full circle um but yeah no um well said i think
0: yeah um powerful you know watching Uh, the the
1: public go past her her coffin as she she lies in state yeah well i've i've got a couple of i've got a couple of mates at work who said they're gonna join the queue at sort of one in the morning this 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 morning or you know as in friday morning uh possibly brave the nine hour queue that there is to go to go see the coffin which is an amazing thing isn't it unbelievable to think
0: it really is and you know testament to to what she did really in in galvanizing a country and you know making everyone have a sense of what it is to be british so i think you know nothing but respect from us towards her and her reign and um you know we'll all be paying our respects at her funeral next monday and i think the the whole country can be proud of how it's carried itself in the last few days um but but go on as as we must um clearly a big announcement today also coming from the world of tennis with Roger Federer announcing his retirement what a career he's had
1: yeah no absolutely he's had a fantastic career and uh, it it's always like astounded me that these sort of the the old guard have continued on for so long so you've got obviously Federer um Djokovic Nadal and, and Murray who's obviously slightly uh, fallen at the wayside a bit but these guys sort of have been going and going and going and 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 it seems like the the new kids on the block can't even knock them off the top um which is just testament to how incredible they must be at tennis and like it's so weird to know that these guys all competed in in the same generation it's all to an ex- to an extent it's very unfortunate for for them because you know we we could have seen like some of the biggest periods of dominance in in sort of uh in world sport really if it weren't for the fact that these guys were all playing at the same time um Fredo was a great at the game and he also Made it. He made it look so graceful. He he was very different to sort of your Djokovic's or Nadal's, um, and I think he he engendered like a different fan base. But he's he's just he's just a brilliant brilliant athlete, brilliant ambassador to the he, sport. He
0: was definitely the one that all of the kind of middle-aged. Um, <laughs> mum's love yeah yeah i remember that he always used to get a huge roar when he'd like rip off his top <laughs> and have loads of chest hair well he is a very good looking man to be fair so, yeah he uh, was a nice swiss tinge to his accent as well yeah. um but i think djokovic probably would have won the us open had he had he not been able to play i know carlos alcaraz looks like a great player oh, and yeah. now world number one world number one mm-hmm. age 19 Mental. um but i still think that you know djokovic if he can play in these uh, majors regardless of the fact that he hasn't been vaccinated i think he's he, he could surpass nadal who did look a bit uh edgy when he was playing last last week yeah
1: but credit to our crowds. he was really good yeah um we've just
0: been watching the racing
1: league uh
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna say about that uh well done to safi osborne very good yes. um yeah true yeah interesting uh The racing league not Mm. sure if i'm fully behind it yet but Mm. i do you
1: know appreciate the fact that racing are trying to innovate yeah no and i I completely agree and i think we said it earlier like i i think they you know they're they're going down the right path it's the right idea but it's not the right execution like you know things do need to change in racing but i don't think this is the way to do it necessarily and i look i don't have the ideas and i applaud the the innovation at least trying um I think the one thing that strikes me is, like, you can go, like, at the end of a race and they'd be like, well, I actually don't know what this means to the points. It's like, that's, that's not sport. That's categorically not sport. Sport should be this happens. You know exactly what that means to the w- what the outcome will be, like, you know, what the result will be. You know immediately. They they You don't need 10 minutes to go count up the scores. Surely they Surely
0: they've now got to the stage in racing where every horse has a tracker on the end of its nose or something mm. so you can go bam 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 they've crossed the line in this order mm. immediate results straight away
1: i don't think that's the problem is it i i don't know are they Would, trying to calculate it against something else
0: yeah because each each horse gets a different amount of points dependent on which position they come in and and each team has more than one horse in the race yeah. so in theory it's like formula one for example for, for a uh, constructor's championship you might have a horse coming first but you know, the other horses have come second and third from the team that was behind him. Yeah. So, because it was the last race of the whole thing, they could have still uh, beaten the,
1: the team that were winning, even though they mm. didn't come. And so they were like... And it was quite a bunch finish. It, it it's, it's not very... It's not very satisfying from, like, a, a spectator's point of view, being like... Yeah oh, that's great, but what does that actually mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's not really the way you should should have to watch sports. So, yeah, I think that needs a bit of refinement along with a few other things, but good to see that innovating. Yeah. And also mentioning uh, Formula One, Drive to Survive, does something similar looking coming to racing, I think. Uh, yes, very, very exciting. Um, coming to
0: uh, Amazon Prime, yeah. made by the, the same creators of Rooney, which was a really good documentary. Um, Sheen Murphy I think is featured in it so no that mm. should be should be really exciting
1: yeah no and that's great and I think th- yeah sport. there was always talk I remember last year of a ride to survive like you know they were going to do that next that was their next big thing but um, that hasn't yet happened but this is a five part series uh, not exactly sure the format but I reckon it would be really good and like I'm really hoping that it, it sort of paints racing in a really good light and makes it like 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 what it did for formula one like i can't like it always surprises me the people who sort of randomly come out of the woodwork and like i'm an f1 fan it's like that that would those people and i may be wrong but i would assume those people wouldn't have been f1 fans pre drive to survive like you know it's just like the, the the amount of people who have just become really engaged with it um is is really is really impressive so you know things crossed that can happen for racing as well
0: yeah 100% and the last thing i guess on the on the agenda is the champions league which we've been watching this week <laughs> liverpool an unbelievable final minute uh winner from kholmatip mm. uh another Unbelievable performance from Man City coming from 1-0 down against Dortmund. So annoying, mate. Three really, really top quality goals. That strike from from John Stones was something else. Uh, And then... But the goalkeeper... I did not think the goalkeeper did very well personally. It was swerving. It was swerving, to be fair. He
1: should have stuck a hand out. (laughs) I'm sure it was going quite quick.
0: Erling Haaland also... uh, establishing himself as quite a funny guy in interviews i don't know if you listened to the interview he, of him. He's, he's a really Stents. odd bloke
1: i hadn't seen it but like he he, he says some really weird stuff right? he was like um well uh you know two good goals but uh mine was a bit better <laughs> he does he does that a lot he's quite rude to his teammates though i remember there was a pre-season one where he was like uh because like him and he and jack Grealish had had a really good partnership in the game and then he was like, yeah, yeah, Jack was really good, but like he could be better. <laughs> I was like, that's your new teammate. Surely you're not making many friends, are
0: you? Yeah, they do have a lot of free time, those footballers. Uh, we'll leave it there for this half of the episode. Uh, after the break, we'll be coming back with some horse racing selections for the racing this weekend. We'll see you after the leave. Welcome back to an important episode of the Midas Touches. Um, Let's go on to the racing then. Starting at Newbury, the 215, the Dubai International Airport World Trophy stakes. It's a group three, five furlongs. Really good field here. A couple that we've tipped before. I'll let you fire away with your analysis here. Uh, any any word on the market or we're we just gonna go straight in well we can give them the market okay <laughs> mannequin 3 to one tis marvelous one, mitt bar sixes chill chill eights alongside diligent harry mountain peak tens teresa mendoza tens <laughs> a day
1: to remember elevens <laughs> existent 14s 18 to one bar those nice thank you for that um, yeah a couple of familiar names in here for for time listeners of the podcast One is obviously Chill Chill, who Ashim Murphy um, tipped us up at the start of the year. Hasn't quite come good this year, which is a shame uh, and I will be steering clear this time. Though, got to be feared, if anything near that um, group one form at York last year, that fifth. Um, The one I am going to tip though is another that we've tipped before uh, and that's Mitt Bahi. Uh, People who who backed uh, when I tipped last time would have felt uh mightily hard done by in the coral charge at at Sandown. um he had a really tough passage through uh and did very well to finish a next second to to raso um that was a a really good run and really to be honest that day he probably should have won that was a group three that day uh we are in a group three again today so sort of at at, at and around this level um last time out he, he bombed out a bit at goodwood he was slow away and never really in the race so I think you can sort of discount that and it's really worth noting that, that prior to that he's uh, he's been really consistent this year as as he has for basically his whole career um, form figures this year reading 2nd, 1st 1st, 2nd and then that 10th which we're sort of looking to, to discard so I think it's around 6-1 3rd favourite for this race um, which I think probably is in part to the fact that he finished 10th last time um, had he been coming here straight off the back of that Coral Charge, he'd be coming in here favourite in my eyes. Um, so you're getting a really good price about this horse, uh, and he's very consistent. I mean, look, if you want to back him each way, it gets in the places, which he, you know I can't see him finishing outside the frame to get your money back. So uh, pretty safe bet this one in my eyes. Um, five furlong specialist as well. Uh, so yeah, I think a lot to recommend about this horse. I don't yeah. know. Do I you guess. Do the, group- the, I guess the only negative there is the outside draw but um yeah no that's a fair point actually um and yeah i think it is a good point and definitely one to note for listeners because the other principles in the market are drawn a bit higher um so he'll have to do his racing perhaps on his own but it's not a massive field i wouldn't be too concerned about that and then there's one other thing to note as well like roger varian we talk about often about trainers to follow you know the sort of current form last 14 day form roger Varian's banging them in for fun so he's definitely one to watch out for this this weekend um and this one is trained by roger Varian, so perfect ticks that box
0: nice 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 let's uh, move on down the card then at newbury the 250 the mill reef the feature race uh this weekend two-year olds obviously six furlongs sakir heads the market 11 to 10 with coral uh should have been earning it should should have been earning, should have been an ring.
1: should have been a ring, <laughs> should have been a ring. <laughs>
0: Nine to four, Richard Hannon
1: Too bad for for people who can't see the the race card. That's all in one word. That that yeah. sentence, rather than Triss is just dyslexic.
0: Um, it, it's quite weird that when they name horses, oh mate, like it's it. so hard. I I can never read them. Such so. a bad name for a horse. Like you know, your horse is never going to be a great horse if you name it with loads of words in it. Yeah. That's just to fit in the word count, you yeah. Yeah, I you know, know that, but yeah. still, like, were they like that desperate to call it that, that they had to fit it in? It's not like it's such a good name <laughs> that they had to fit it in. Like, I, I completely agree with that point. You could have called it something else. I don't know. Anyway, Sharon, 15-2. to 2, uh, Heroism, 8s. Wallop, 12s. Rousing Encore, 16s. Uh, Mustajab, 25-1. to 1. Uh, I quite like Wallop here. I think that was a a really good debut, obviously, behind Noble Style, who is probably one of the leading two-year-olds this year. And uh, the second horse that day, Mill Stream, one of James Fanshawe, that I know was supported quite heavily both on debut and in that winning performance. Um, So Wallop I'd, I'd give a good account for at 12s heroism is another really interesting one here for clive cox who won it last year with wings of war heroism beat a uh, really short price favorite on debut at salisbury i quite like these 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 ones that come out kind of late season so in in these types of races so i think i think that one's quite interesting obviously roger varian's got the favorite here in sakir uh one very impressively when a short price favorite on his last start so you know it's between heroism and wallop i think for for a shade of value i'd maybe just side with uh wallop given that uh strength of the form with noble style who was on that run uh having his third start when wallop was only making his debut so yeah for me it would be uh wallop each way
1: yeah i i really like i like the angle uh i think definitely an interesting horse um i i might just throw another one into the mix here uh and that's the one you don't like the name of should have been a ring i think this one's quite a progressive horse um it's sort of been progressing through the grades nicely La- one listed at Ripon last time out um beating horse called bolt action who was who's was a pretty decent horse actually ran in uh the little big bear race
0: um one of michael bell's at- bolt action yeah
1: uh, yeah. Is it is it Michael Bell? Yeah,
0: yeah, Michael Bell. Varian. Roger Varian. Yeah, I thought it was Roger Varian. But
1: <laughs> who are you thinking of? One of Roger Varian's. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Bolt action always been trained by Roger Varian, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, um, finished behind. Um, not too far behind. Little Big Bear at uh in the Windsor Castle at, at Royal Ascot. Um, so that's quite decent form. This one's obviously more exposed than the rest, but you know, it's solid definitely. Um, Hannon is not in very good form, unlike Roger Varian, so I would be concerned and maybe worth taking on one of the more unexposed horses that Triss has mentioned there in, in Heroism and Wallet. But I just thought it was interesting. Um, I also think this is like a really like, I don't know. There always seems to be something quite like historic about the Mill Reef. Maybe it's more the horse that the race is named after than actually like the winners. Um, but like, because obviously you got Wings of War, who's not been that good this year without being terrible. Alcumate the year before did nothing after winning. Um, came last in the Dewhurst, and then um, I felt
0: like that was potentially bad planning from Marcus Tregoning. Perhaps just thought that thought they had one.
1: Um, well, I think they did, like me. I'm looking at the times now. alcumate was the fastest winner of this race, maybe ever. <laughs> well, that that's like, like, that's e- pretty good. I think ever, and 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 that's uh, that's um, you know, the the honors list also includes Harry Angel, Ribchester, other horses, Dark Angel. <laughs> it's not really not a bad form. Well, it's a good race. Yeah, so, yeah, interesting. But anyway, sorry, that was sort of a sidetrack. I always just thought it was quite cool. Her- heroism also uh,
0: owned by the same people who owned Supremacy, who yeah. was uh, an exciting two-year-old at this stage in the season when he was running. So, you know, I think Clive Cox knows how to line on up for the Mill Reef, so definitely a strong word for heroism as well. Uh, let's move on, though, to... The 305 at Air. Another six furlong race. The Virgin Bet Firth of Clyde. Philly Stakes. uh, It's a group three. Queen Me heads the market for Kevin Ryan at five to four. Bonnie Angel, fives. All the time, 11 to two. Maria Branwell, who ran at Royal Ascot, tens. Marine Wave, 11s. Believing, 12s. Beth Angel, 16s alongside Minnetonka. uh, Lunascape, 20s. Uh, We'll leave the market there interesting race this isn't it i i think the the form line that i was looking at was with uh swing along who is kind of a really good yardstick having won the lowther Mm. swing along also ran against barefoot angel who's a a much bigger price than the five to four favorite so i think you know with that race barefoot angel was making her debut swing along on that stage was on her i think her third start mm. so you know clearly barefoot angel was was six lengths behind swing along queen me uh, was only a neck behind on her second start against swing along so uh, you know a few lengths to find uh, in theory but i think barefoot angel could be one of those ones who just improves at the end of the season. And I'd definitely rather take the 16 to one each way than the five to four on Queen Me. I guess the one, note to fa- uh, one fact to note is that um, Richard Fahey, not in great form, but Paul Marrallon has had a few rides uh, over the last few uh, days and has had a few winners. So, you know, I think there's a few positives around that horse and it wouldn't surprise me if for Angel uh, did do well, drawn kind of in the middle of the field, so, you know, should be okay in terms of getting a bit of a toe into the race. So yeah, for me, I'll have a little tickle
1: on Barefoot Angel each way. What about you? Well, I'm actually just gonna, um, I'm just gonna back you up here. I think uh, I'm more or less, I, I won't lie, I'm more or less left this one to you uh, to cover. But I really liked your uh, thinking behind this one. And I think at twelve to one, that's probably quite a big price for a horse that's got some good form and like has finished second and first in two runs. Like, there's not bad form. Um, Fahy up in the north, obviously, you got to watch his horses. Uh, I wouldn't trust the Hannon one. <laughs> don't think Richard Hannon has many winners at air, but I might be wrong. Actually, don't you know? Um, if anyone knows, let us know uh but yeah go on i'll i'll, I'll join you on on for angel with that one uh and yeah let's hope it's a good weekend eh?
0: yeah it is gonna be another really good weekend i think this is actually quite an exciting time when it comes to racing you know looking forward to champions day looking forward to the arc still got the the Dewhurst. Mm. still got the racing post trophy now yep. the vertum fraternity yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's a, it you know it's an exciting time yeah absolutely
1: um, and lots to look forward to. Yeah, no, mate, there's there's so much more good flat racing to look forward to. And then we can uh go back to the jumps, which we actually kinda of got like we kinda of liked by the end of uh the Yeah, question. I'm looking forward
0: to the jumps this season. I think the uh two mile four <laughs> handicap chases are are oh, quaking they're... in their boots. The bookies, <laughs> the bookies know book... that they're gonna get a bashing yeah. from Charlie, the the handicap expert, as um I coined him last year. um yeah awesome been a another fantastic episode if you guys want to get some really in-depth analysis of our selections go and check them out at lunify who are a decentralized betting platform where essentially you own a stake in the house but yeah amazing awesome episode um clearly some really important events happening next week with the the queen's funeral Mm -hmm. uh our, our greatest respect to her Uh, her legacy in racing will live on long after she has uh departed this earth and you know all we have for her is is thanks i think Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um but for now we'll leave that there it's a goodbye from me tris and it's a goodbye from me charlie goodbye goodbye